Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? And welcome to a very special episode of Kith and Tell. Wait, is this an episode or is this just a reaction? It's a very special episode. It's a reaction Kith episode. And Tell. It's a reaction episode. Um, we're we're deep into the recording of uh, season three of Kith and Tell, but uh, there's been some exciting news in the universe of Kids <gasps> in the Hall that we thought we should talk about. But before we get into that, I'll just introduce all of our hosts. Today, again, if you don't know us, I'm Hans Seidemann, recording from Prince Super BC. We also have Kalina McCourtoff in London, England. Hello, Kalina. Hi! We have Stu Derek Kotick down in Vancouver, BC. I fell out of a tree. He did fall out of a tree. And we've got Trevor Record, who's over on his honeymoon sunshine coasting. Yay! <laughs> More like a tepid response from Trevor. <laughs> well, I said, I said, yay. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, yay. guys, marriage is coasting. That's what Han says. <laughs> Good point. Okay, so we are we are joined together today in this holy state of being excited or nervous about the announcement that there will be new kids in the hall on Amazon Prime. No, woo, I think. <laughs> all, all of the news stories about this came out uh, before the COVID-19 pandemic uh, was declared. Uh, so they're not recorded. And so who knows when they'll be actually released. And that's a great that's a great question to start off this little special episode, Trevor, which is what what do we know so far about the new season? What what have we learned? Who, who wants to show? OK, in case you didn't hear it, this is going to be on Amazon Prime. It's going to be eight episodes. Lauren Michaels is going to be uh, executive producing. And um, yeah, they were apparently starting to write uh, in the spring. So this story came out on March 5th and they said they were going to be uh, recording in the summer, which what, whoa, pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) What what does it mean to be executive producing? Does that just mean that he's like, don't forget I created you? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess, um, what's it called? Uh, Broadway Video is going to be co-producing uh, it. So he's mm. obviously pumping money to, into it. And the interesting thing, actually, is this is going to be um, Amazon's first Canadian original series. Really? Interesting. Is yeah. it still Ever? technically Canadian, though? Are any of them Canadian well, still? That's, well, Kevin, definitely. He like he lives in, like, Winnipeg. Well, Kevin, sure. Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the rest of them all live and work down in the States. We now, can so they get might... into residency requirements, but there's all yeah. kinds of crazy things about CanCon. <gasps> yeah. Will this count as CanCon for, uh, for meeting the CanCon requirements? Who I'll tell you, say? too. The CanCon regulations are really dumb and arbitrary. There's things like, they, they oh, if, if enough like producers or Canadian accounts as Canadian. Uh, but here's a question. Do we know anything about the format? So do we know if there's going to be that same mix of kind of live and recorded, pre-recorded segments or anything like that? We do not, but we do know that there is going to be a reprisal of characters, including Buddy Cole. Which, I mean, so Buddy Cole, you guys saw him somewhat recently, like... Uh, Which we never talked about, and I feel like we need to. Well, just, I mean... Uh, <laughs> do we? Give us yes. a sneak preview. Uh, where where does Buddy Cole uh, in the modern day stack up against the, the Buddy Cole of 1990s? It's exactly the same. His 
his <laughs> stage show was just a collection of all of his buddy bits over the years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Spoiler um, alert, they're edgy. Capital E. <laughs> yeah, but like at, in the 90s, he didn't sit on your lap, Trevor. That's, yeah. Um, it would have been a lot so weirder if he did. Back in <laughs> September, <laughs> Stu and I got to meet and argue with Scott Thompson. But also before that happened, during his show, uh, as Buddy Cole, he sat on my lap and demanded that my wife give me a pegging when we got him. <laughs> He's such a nice man. Uh, Just a considerate a soul. So, um, <laughs> so speaking of speaking of kind of what the content of the new show is going to be, um, what uh, what are we all excited about? What are we all nervous about? Maybe uh, from this new this new show. Well, there one thing's for sure. They're definitely going to be fatter than before. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All of them across the board. Yeah, just tired looking behind the eyes. It's the, I feel like the nihilism is going to have a much bleaker manifestation in this one. Because when they're young mm. and hopeful and like 30, it's funny and like a little bit lighthearted. And then I think we'll see this in like Brain Candy and Death Comes to Town. That it's just as they age, the sentiments on demise and the ephemeral nature of existing becomes more and more pointed and like mm. intense so it's probably gonna be a little moist i, I think if i had to describe what's coming is <laughs> just like a, a feeling of impending moistness the thing i always worry about with these kind of reunion type shows is um especially with with like a cast that has seen a lot of success in things past the show and stuff like that is and you kind of alluded to it's due there, which is that when you're young and dumb and you're just getting started, like you're you're still fresh and and your your way of relating to the world is still very relatable to most people. But then once you've once you've been in the business, as it were, for like twenty plus years, um, I think you lose a lot of that connection to everyday life that makes your content like relatable and funny. And I th I think the same thing. Uh, happened to a certain degree with like Mr. Show when they did their one season reunion on Netflix or whatever recently, which with was like Bob and David was good. I, I it's defendable. It was yeah. good. Don't get me wrong, but it it was it it lacked that same kind of like cutting like it felt very much like on the pulse when it first came out back in the early late nineties, whatever two thousands. Um, and th and this one felt like ah yes, these are these funny people that I like, but like it didn't feel as as like sharp or as like on the nose well, or as quick as the I, earlier one. I have one for you, Hans. I think it's very much like uh, Chappelle's new standup. Which, yeah, which is not yeah. to say that it's bad, but it's just it's so different. Like in totally all of Chappelle's new material has allusions to the fact that he is Dave Chappelle and he is a famous person. Whereas yeah, exactly. The yeah. old stuff was was super like current and on the nose about like what it was like well, to be. Uh, would... Yeah, but but there's a difference. None of the kids are really proper famous people anymore. Or even Dave has kind of had his star wane. You shut your mm. mouth. Mark McKinney is on Superstore <laughs> or something. Scott yeah, Thompson actually... was an autopsy person on Hannibal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which I said to his face and he was not happy about that. Oh. <laughs> uh -oh. we, why are we working so hard to have our heroes hate us, gang? Because he Come hates on. us already. <laughs> I know, I know. Scott, we love you. We want I don't give a yeah, shit. He, he offered to come on the show and tell us that we're wrong, so <laughs> he clearly fair. cares enough. You yeah. know, um, I, I think there's gonna be there's gonna be an interesting dynamic with how they deal with being like 
fresher like try not to sound stagnant but then making it sound relevant now without making it topical because as we've talked about uh, like ad nauseum Mm. is how they don't make references to current stuff so like trevor you previously mentioned we were chatting about this like oh or one of you did about are they gonna make COVID 19 jokes and it's like well i mean that would be completely non-kith to me but the thing the funny thing is though is like and trevor you mentioned it as we were chatting before the episode like there may not be any new tv or movie or anything content produced for a little while because or released in a while because nothing is going to be getting produced while people are under social isolation kind of things and and that probably applies to the kith show as well so it'll likely be a bit delayed in coming out when it whenever it does but the world that it will be getting produced in will be like fresh, fresh off of, you know, a very uh, uh, significant disturbance in the COVID stuff. So it'll be kind of hard to avoid discussing or like, you know, touching on that in any way, I feel like, which will uh, is one of the things I'm nervous about with this show is that like what made their uh, their old stuff so so great was how timeless it was because it didn't reference anything that was super current events. And it'll be really hard, I feel like, to not like to release a sketch show into the post COVID-19 recovering world that doesn't reference, you know, quarantining or anything like that, I feel like is going to be really difficult to do, you know? You know what is one thing that kids in the hall have always done great is uh, just domestic life and the Mm. dysfunction within it. And everyone is going to be going through a lot of domestic life dysfunction for the next year. Mm, yeah, Maybe they'll have a Bobby runs away, but he can't run away because of COVID-19. <laughs> so he just goes to his room. Run, oh. Runs away to the garage. How, how old is Bruce now? Because it'd be quite funny for him to do it. Like he's hip, he's cool. He's whatever, like 60 <laughs> but now. He's actually that age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a good bit. He's definitely not 45. Are you taking notes? We're writing this shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> what what would be the best like kind of bits to reprise? Like I feel like Gavin, you couldn't do it with an old Oh, I bet Bruce, you we're going to you know? see a Gavin. Oh, we they've, could. They've, you totally could. They've done I it really live hope we don't. so many times. I don't think it would work as well. And I don't I kind of I'm not really all that eager to see an older chicken lady either, to be honest. Guess what? I know. It's gonna be hey, crazy. older women have sexual needs too, Hans. Older chicken ladies. <laughs> Bruce did mention, I believe I did see on a Twitter that Bruce was going to try and get the as many Helens as are available back. Which All I'm excited two about. of them. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Five there's, Helens agree. There's there's apparently only like five or six of them that have actually died. So no, that's a lie. That, that that's cannot a lie. be true. Well, Bruce said These are so Potemkin Helens. <laughs> No, our girls live forever. You know what would be great is if they had them standing in a graveyard and then how many were left just in person. Okay, Lauren, Michaels, Bruce, Mark, are you kids? Are you all writing this down? This is gold. And you could have have like zombie arms putting up like their hands through the the grave. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, their their last I collaboration agree. like a decade ago was just all about death. Um, so they've already touched on it. You yeah, know, they, death, they can return to it. Death comes to town and returns the Helens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Just what I wanted. <laughs> I think we can all agree no more cops, though, please, right? Oh, God, no. <sighs> please, no. Oh, let's get the provincial court. Uh, it's a fact girl judge. Uh, provincial court judge. It's a fact girl to come back and give us some facts. Yeah, she's not working right now. <laughs> you know who I would love to see them bring back well I think Bellini is going to be in there he's on the standby for, for toweling oh, that'd be good. 
Stand by for toweling. Get well, get well, uh, get well, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think he's better now. Is he? Oh, not? that's good. You, you uh, know what's great? Scott can continue to do the queen. Yeah, yeah, I think that is. I think that's something that has been mentioned. Wait, Trevor, don't be so sure about that. I mean, look, <laughs> next couple years are going to be tough. So. <laughs> I mean, if anyone can survive a pandemic, it's the woman ensconced in her glassy tower. I'm sure. She's a lizard person anyway. She can't get COVID. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, lizards, lizards can't get viruses. It's crazy. Oh, a lizard person. I thought you said a listed person. And I was like, Wait, no, there's, a, lizard there's a list of people that can't get COVID? What? Yeah, yeah. I was making yeah, a David Ike people. joke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Prince okay. Philip. He, no, oh, no, that was not Prince Philip. Never mind. You live there. Get your shit together. Yeah, there's so many princes. It's very confusing. Um, oh, didn't Prince Charles just get the COVID? That's the one. That was the one, and then I go. I forgot. So our future king will never be, which is going to be interesting. It'll well, go straight to what? Came. Harry? William? William? Right? William? Well, we don't. We don't know that for we sure. We don't know that he's going to die. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, you might hope. But. The most important thing is none of it matters. Yes, this is true. And I think that's a great way to end this episode. So uh, thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for joining us. We'll likely be reviewing the new season when it comes out. Uh, how we'll work that into the show remains to be seen. So stay tuned. Who knows? Listeners for that. Um, but otherwise, uh, stay tuned for later this year, this summer, likely, when we'll be releasing our season three reviews. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.